Greetings to you, my friend. Welcome to the Tuesday edition, the Tract and Truth Tuesday edition of Bible Tract Echoes. Thanks so much for joining us. My Bible is open right now to the book of James, James in chapter two. I'm going to be reading one verse there in just a moment. If you are a regular listener, you know that we are teaching our way through the book of Amos on our normal study days, but it's Tuesday and we call each of our Tuesday broadcasts by that title that I gave. Tract and Truth Tuesdays. Tract is the word T-R-A-C-T, referring to a gospel tract, a short written presentation of God's plan of salvation. The word truth refers to gospel truth, and we really try to emphasize in a more pointed way on our Tuesday broadcast how to communicate the gospel. And I'm going to say something about that uh, in just a moment. Many of you, as I'm out and about preaching in churches, talk about how you love to hear about a experiences of telling the gospel. Well, stay tuned. That's what we're doing today. Let me just go ahead and start this way. I'm going to ask, who is your gospel target these days? Who's your gospel target? I know that Jesus told us to share the gospel message with the whole world. That's the great commission. We find it most prominently for most folk at the end of Matthew, Matthew chapter 28, 19, and 20. So, in fact, our gospel target, we could say, is everybody, but who is that one or two people that you are presently burdened about that they receive Christ? For a while, my target was a guy named David. He is an alcoholic, but he moved away, and to my knowledge, he never, ever shared, uh, never received the gospel uh, of Christ for himself. But recently, my target are two teenage cousins. Now, these two gals work at a local McDonald's, and often they will ask me if I'm going to stop by during their shift and see them. They typically work on the same shift. But when I do stop by, they try to take their break, and they come over, sit down, and talk to me. Both girls, one's 19, one's 17, both are letting me have serious gospel conversations with them. Do you know what they tell me? They say this. They say, Mr. Mark, nobody else talks to us like you do. I want to tell you how in the world I was able to even get this gospel friendship started. You stay tuned, won't you please? Now, I have two gospel tracts in my hand. I said what a tract was. Since I'm talking about uh, some teenage girls today, let me talk about this tract. It's entitled, I Have Plenty of Time. I have plenty of time. It's a track based upon a real event of a gal who was 19 named Mary. She heard the gospel. She was convicted about her need to receive Christ during an evangelistic meeting. But when the workers there began to talk to her, there was a party she needed to go to. She wanted to go to, and she said that she would get saved later. But that night, she died in a car accident. This gospel tract, I Have Plenty of Time, describes the mindset of so many young people. I've got all kinds of time to deal with spiritual stuff. I want to kick up my heels and have fun right now. This track, very simple, very, very short, very clear. It's very impactful. I have plenty of time. The other track in my hand right now is entitled Two Kinds of Death. Two Kinds of Death. Often, 
in my conversations with people when the topic of eternity and death, physical death, eternal death, and so on come up, I talk about which kind of death are you going to die? And most people give me this, well, deer in the headlight look. They have no idea what I'm talking about. The Bible talks about two kinds of death. One's physical and one is spiritual. Dear friend, all people are spiritually dead in their sins. They're headed to hell, but there's a way to have spiritual life given to this spiritual corpse, if I could use that term. Friend, Jesus Christ came to give life and give it abundantly, but the message of eternal life must be shared. And if you know Christ, that's your job. That's my job as well. Two great gospel tracks. One's called, I Have Plenty of Time. The other, Two Kinds of Death. Both of these are in a sample packet I'd like to send to you. At the end of the program, my announcer will give various ways by which you can give to us your name and your mailing address. Do that, and we will send that sample packet. That packet has over 40 gospel tracks in it, different tracks. Each one will come at the same gospel truth, but from a different vantage point. We would love to send that to you, please. You can either way, just go to our website and get the sample packet by going there. Our web address is the name of our ministry, BibleTracksInc.org. I mentioned having my Bible open. James 2, verse 19, verse is probably familiar to you. It says this, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils or demons also believe and tremble. I'm going to refer back to that verse in a moment. Well, let me tell you recently about a phone call I had from the state of Wisconsin. A man who loves Christ there went to the doctor's office while waiting in the waiting room. He picked up the Gideon Bible, and guess what? He called me to say he found two of our gospel tracts there inside the Bible. He called just to encourage me, and I was encouraged. Somebody is trying to share the gospel. On that very same day, another brother in Christ phoned me from Georgia. He helped carry in some stuff for a guy that he was seeing get out of his van going into a VFW building. Well, they were getting ready there for a VFW meeting. Well, after helping the guy carry his boxes in, the helper offered the veteran one of our tracks. The man said, I've seen those kinds of papers before. Come over here and sit by me and tell me about this piece of paper. Well, the man who phoned me said, Brother Mark, this guy was sitting there at the bar when he asked me to come over and sit by him. I felt really uneasy. He said, but I sat there and I walked through the track with him. The man told my gospel worker friend, he said, my mother used to talk to me just like you just did. I know she's in heaven. She loved Jesus and she loved her Bible. I know I'm not headed for heaven. He then said these words, just look where I'm sitting with you. And you came in here and sat at a bar with me and told me about Jesus. Well, the believer then said a very wise thing. He said, Jesus went a lot farther than that to meet you. He went to Calvary. It seems to me, now this is my gospel worker talking to this man at the bar in the VFW. He says, and I'm quoting now, it seems to me that you now have a choice between Jesus or this bar. And with tears 
coming down his face, the man bowed his head and prayed to receive Christ right there at the VFW bar. And when he got done, you know what he said? He turned to my gospel friend and he said, let's get out of here. Now, that man was the head of that VFW post, but he chose Christ over his position and over that bar. Well, I began talking about my two teenage cousins that are my gospel targets these days. Early in my time of meeting these gals, I asked them their names, of course. I asked them if they knew the meaning of their names, the real meaning. They said no. So I researched their names and put their names on a small piece of parchment paper that looked really, really nice. Then with each of the names, I challenged them to live up to their name and did so with a really gospel spiritual application. Along with the parchment paper, I gave them two tracks. Now, since these girls come from Hispanic families and their parents work a whole lot better in Spanish than English, I gave them two tracks, both the English version and the Spanish version. I wanted their parents to be able to trust me and also get the gospel, of course. And as is typical, one of the gals is far more interested in listening to the gospel than the other. Well, I tell you all this to make two points. The first point is this. I have to look for gospel opportunities. I have to make gospel opportunities. I live in an office here. I work in an office where all Christians live. And we don't have a lot of people walking in and out, particularly lost people. So I have to go out and look for gospel opportunities. I dare not, Mark Smith dare not ever be content with simply preaching and sharing the gospel from behind a microphone or from behind a pulpit. I want the joy of looking eyeball to eyeball with a sinner and sharing with them the gospel. Now, that's my one point. My second point is this. I wanted to tell you about James chapter 2, verse 19, how the demons believe in God, but they tremble. You see, both of these girls I'm talking to, they believe in God. They both believe in just one God, and they both believe that the God of the Bible is the true God. But when sharing the gospel with these gals, I have asked them directly to tell me what is the difference between their belief and the belief of the demons. You should have seen their faces when I asked them that question. You say, Brother Mark, you really didn't ask that. Oh, yes, I did. You see, I've become friends with them, and friends can ask some pretty, well, straightforward questions sometimes. Well, when they had no answer to why their belief was different from the demons, when they had no answer, I gave them the answer, and I said, you know what? There is no difference. There's no difference between what you believe and what the demons believe. I said, the only difference comes in this. The demons can't act on the truth of who God is and why Jesus came to earth, but you two girls can. Now, here's a sad note. They looked at me and they both said this on more than one occasion. Mr. Mark, they say, nobody else we know takes Jesus as serious as you do. Nobody else talks to us like this. Beloved, there are a host of Americans, a host of Americans who have never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. So which one or two of that host of Americans will become your gospel targets, your target to share Christ with? Beloved, 
It's not, it's not how we measure our love of the gospel is not how we feel about it when we hear it preached. It's not how we feel about it when we read a track. It's not how we feel about it when we read a Bible verse or, or hear a song. We are to measure our love of the gospel by what we do with the gospel. What are you and I doing with the gospel? The word gospel, friend, means simply good news. The bad news is this. You're a sinner. You're on your way to hell. You've earned the right to go there. So has everybody else. For all have sinned. We've all fallen short of God's standards and God's expectations. You have to be perfect. That's how to meet God's standards. And you're not perfect, neither am I. The good news is this. God knows we cannot get out of our sin condition on our own. So God himself came to earth. Jesus, God in flesh, died on the cross to pay our sin debt that we, through him, might be saved. Friend, if you've never received Christ, do it today. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.